0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Duke. When the day came for them to be purified as laid down by the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord observing what stands written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male must be consecrated to the Lord, and also to offer in sacrifice in accordance with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now, in Jerusalem, there was a man named Simeon. He was an upright and devout man. He looked forward to Israel's comforting, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had set his eyes on the Christ of the Lord. Prompted by the Spirit, he came to the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the law required, he took him into his arms and blessed God, and he said, Now, Master, you can let your servant go in peace, just as you promised, because my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for all the nations to see. A light to enlighten the pagans and the glory of your people, Israel. As the child's father and mother stood there wondering at the things that were being said about him, Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, You see this child? He is destined for the fall and for the rising of many in Israel, destined to be a sign that is rejected and a sword will pierce your own soul too, so that the secret thoughts of many may be laid bare. There was a prophetess also, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was well on in years, her days of girlhood over. She had been married for seven years before becoming a widow. She was now 84 years old and never left the temple, serving God night and day with fasting and prayer. She came by just at that moment and began to praise God. And she spoke of the child to all who looked forward to the deliverance of Jerusalem. When they had done everything the law of the Lord required, they went back to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. Meanwhile, the child grew to maturity, and he was filled with wisdom, and God's favor was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. An old name for today's feast is Mass or the mass of the candles. we can certainly understand why. It is in a way the church's festival of lights. But in order to appreciate the wonder of the light, our story begins in darkness. Today we witness once again the interplay of shadow and light. In fact, shadow and light are the reality of our lives and our world. We recognize the darkness of the world around us, death, violence, selfishness, injustice, and sin. We fear both the darkness and yet seem attracted to it. Sometimes we hide in the darkness, avoiding the light because of our shame or guilt. There is also the darkness of uncertainty, especially about our future. There is a sense of powerlessness and life seems out of control. Sometimes we experience the darkness of ignorance and confusion. But as Semen would discover, there is a light which no darkness can keep out. There is a light which the darkness cannot defeat. There is a light which persists to shine in the darkness. No matter how large the shadows or how dark the night, the light is still present. Something happens when we encounter the light. There is power in this light. It is a light which conquers the darkness. Wherever there is a least bit of light, darkness is forced to flee. You can be in the darkest place imaginable, and just a tiny match when lit has the power to drive away all that black, oppressive darkness. Without light, our world would be dark and it would be drab. There would be no colour. But with light, a dreary world becomes brighter and even the coldest chill will thaw. The light also gives life and thus is the enemy of death. God uses the light of our witness and testimony to warm the dead sinner's heart and to draw them to Jesus for salvation. And then, there is a light which brings order to chaos, a light which sets everything right in its proper place and order. But that light, that illumination also reveals. It reveals mercy and forgiveness in the shadows of guilt and shame, presence and courage in the night of fear. Compassion and hope in the black holes of sorrow and loss. A way forward in the blindness of ignorance and confusion. And life in the darkness of death. The flame of God's love consumes the darkness, fills us and frees us to go in peace, just as God promised. But every revelation is also a bittersweet reality. Truth can be painful. God's salvation will be costly, not only for Jesus, but also for those who love him. So instead of offering Mary congratulations on her fine son, Simeon prophesies that a sword shall pierce Mary's heart. This prophecy does not only reveal the suffering which the mother must endure, but also provides a glimpse of what is to become of the Son. In the light which enlightens, we see the silhouette of the cross. But it is in a cross that Christians will behold their brightest light, the light of the resurrection, God's final victory over death, sin, and darkness. And that is God's promise to us this day, on Candlemas Day, that whatever we are going through, light and hope will win out in the end. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.